welcome today to Morning Glory. Why don't you grab your Bibles and meet me in Second, actually 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 29. And let's talk about the subject material today under the title, All the World is a Stage. Praise God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Let it bring life and illumination to our understanding. Now, Father, we thank you for clarity in the times in which we are living. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and around the world we all say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Today we are starting in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 29, which says, But this I say, brethren, the time is short. And you know what it really is? You're going to be off of this planet before you know it. You can't stay here forever. Uh, even if you're only 20 years old, you know what? There's going to come a period when you will leave and exit this scene. You will not be here forever. You need to understand that time is short. Time is fleeting. Time stops for nobody. Praise God. Always keep that in mind. Always keep that in mind that we are transitory, that we are moving through life. The time is short so that from now on, even those who have wives should be as though they had none. Now, that's a very interesting statement that Paul is making by the Holy Spirit. And I know that there are carnal wives, women who really aren't into the things of God, who are like socialite hobnobbers, who all they want to do is just talk and ramble and discuss the latest gossip or read tabloid magazines. My friends, it's time. Uh, it's time to pray. I want to talk to the men for a moment. It's time to lead by example. Hallelujah. Be into the things of God. Praise the Lord. Be a person of prayer. Hallelujah. And thus may the family follow along after such a godly example. Paul continues, those who weep as though they did not weep. And I'm not sure what you might be weeping about today, but I know this, your sorrows will soon be all over. There's nobody in heaven shedding a tear in their beer. Hallelujah. My friends, that stuff don't happen there. Whatever sorrows you may have were very, very temporary. Be as those who uh, do not weep. Those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice. Very, very interesting. You know what? You may be rejoicing because you got a new, you got a new home and you got the keys and you moved in. But you know what? It's still not heaven and it's still not your heavenly home. You're still going to have to take the trash out. Praise God. Now we rejoice. We're thankful. We're glad we can appreciate nice things. But Paul said, those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice. Those who buy as though they did not possess. You know what? Whether it's a new car, whether it's a pair of socks, or whether it's just the experience of buying a hot dog, socks, car, hot dog, in, in some ways, it's all the same thing. You have to buy. You can't live in this world without buying and selling. That, that is a fact. But my friends, 
Paul said here, those who buy as though they did not possess. It's all a transitory experience. You can buy the new car, but after a year, it becomes what? A used car. You can eat the hot dog, and you can really enjoy it. But guess what? Uh, Two days later, you're hungry again. Maybe just four hours later, and you're hungry again. Those who buy as though they did not possess. Verse 31. This is very powerful. And those who use this world as not misusing it. You have to use this world. You have to take a shower. If you don't, things go downhill real quick. You you need to eat. You need to have food. There, there are certain things you need. Even in our modern age, you, you need a credit card. It's really hard to buy an airline ticket without a credit card. So the thing is, those who use this world as not misusing it. I believe that you need to use this world. You need to avail yourself to everything in it. You need to do business. But you don't need to be so caught up in business that you forget that you have an eternal destiny with God. You've you got all your life. You don't have to rush. Let me say it like this. You have all eternity. You don't have to try to pack everything in to 80 years. It's not like when your life is over, you know, you can never play golf again. It's not like when your life is over, well, I I guess I'll never be able to do these things that I always wanted to do. The moment you die, you step into eternity, and in many ways, you're just beginning. Wow. Look, you've got all eternity to enjoy your hobbies. You, You don't have to just get so overwhelmed with it now that God begins to fade off the scene of your life. You have all eternity. No need to rush. No need to try to extract more out of life than what God designed it to be. I mean, life has a lot of limitations. You can't even fly. You can't even fly down here. I know you can get on an airplane. You may even get bold and get on a hang glider. But still, you can't experience what a bird experiences. We have so many limitations, really, We are supposed to be promoted and go on to the next level in the next life with really superhuman bodies, bodies that are incorruptible, that cannot be damaged, that cannot be hurt, that are designed to last and and to function not only for all eternity, but in places and in areas where our bodies can't handle it right now. Glory to God. You can't go in the outer space right now. But one day you will with a glorified body. You'll, you'll find out that the limitations no longer hold you down like they do at this point right now. Those who use this world as not misusing it. Praise the Lord. You know, the earthly perspective from an unbeliever's mindset is often get all you can right now. Because once it's over... It's over, and you just go into the ground, and you just, and you die, and there's nothing else after that. There's no existence. There's no, uh, you know, former thoughts or or, or ongoing thoughts. It's just all over with. Everything's all over with. No body, no soul, no spirit, nothing. You're just dead and in the ground, and you cease to exist. That's the way most people think. So they endeavor to try to extract out of life more than what God intended uh, there to be. I know God put things in the earth for us. 
minerals in the earth, whether it's gold or silver or these things that we can use to make smartphones or the, the development of plastics, the development of modern technology. All of this is good. But even still, Paul said, use this world, but not as misusing it. There in Paul's day, in what is known today as South Turkey, back in Paul's time, the town would have been called Cilicia, there's a famous statue. And I have no doubt Paul would have seen this statue with his own eyes. It actually talks about the man who was the founder and builder of Tarsus. And tall, uh, excuse me, uh, Paul was raised and grew up in Tarsus. And on this famous statue were carved the words, Stranger, eat, drink, and play, for the rest of life is just not worth it. Woo! Isn't that amazing? The rest of life is not worth it. So the thing was, eat, sleep, be merry, just enjoy yourself. Why? Because when you die, it's all over. So do all you can right now. Well, my friends, you need to think according to the words of the Lord Jesus. In the parable, Luke chapter 12, verse 19, this is the parable of the rich fool. And the rich fool said, Then I'll say to myself, You have many goods stored up for many years. Take it easy, eat, drink, and enjoy yourself. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life is demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So the rich fool was a person who had no eternal perspective at all. It was all about right here, right now. Get all you can and can all you can get. And just store it up, even if you've got more than you just store it up and just extract as much pleasure and much carnality as you can out of it, because that's all life is about. My friends, Paul said, those who use this world is not misusing it. You're going to need to use this world. God put everything that you need in this world, but you never want to get so caught up into it that you forget about your relationship with God, you, and you let that go, that you forget about the blessed position of marriage, and you begin to neglect that, that you forget about the gift of your children, and you begin to neglect them, and you just get so caught up in life, making money, enjoying your stuff, that really you're, you, become, you become unaware of what life is all about. Praise the Lord. Now watch this. Paul said, for the form of this world ooh, is passing away. It's already happening. The form of this world is passing away. And this is what William Shakespeare meant by the famous uh, statements, the poem that he wrote, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their entrances and exits, and one man in his time plays many parts. But see, when the Apostle Paul made that statement, for the form of this world is passing away, he is using what is known to New Testament scholars as Greek word imagery. In other words, from a 
perspective of being a Greek person living in that day and time, when Paul uses these words, they know he's painting a word picture. The word picture here that Paul is painting when he says the form of this world is passing away, the word picture is that of a Greek or Roman stage play, much like today's operas. And you have a stage, you have a background, you have props that are used to create realism, you have lights, let's throw in some fog machines, you get professional actors, and you have a scene, you have a stage, you have a play. But what happens is that scene comes to an end. And then what they do before they get ready to come out with the next scene, the curtain comes out uh, and it blocks everything from your view. Let's get a new round of actors out. Let's get a different background. Let's change it up. And so it happens over and over. Much of what the world thinks is, is permanent, will never be changed, and is here to stay, is already passing off the scene. Like the Bible says, one generation comes and another generation goes and it just repeated and it's repeated over and over and over again. I do think there are some Christians who love Jesus, but who are so wrapped up in this world that they think the world revolves around professional sports, whether it's the Dallas Cowboys, Washington Redskins, Major League Soccer, uh, uh, professional basketball, Major League Baseball, whatever it might be, Yankees, Dodgers, or whatever. They think that these things are forever permanent. And you hear things like, so-and-so is now being inducted to the Baseball Hall of Fame. His name is now immortalized in the Eternal Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, Hold on. Eternal Hall of Fame? that's only been around maybe for 70 years, and now we're going we're gonna to brand it as immortal, and somehow we think in our generation that this stuff will never change. It'll be here forever, and even when God is old and God passes off the scene, I'll tell you one thing, that Sports Hall of Fame, yep, that'll still be there. Pastor Stephen, I'll tell you one thing, that Hollywood Walk of Fame, where them people put their feet in the cement and their hands in the cement, yep. That'll be here for millions and billions of years. What a bunch of absolute total baloney. You're talking about some people that are under heavy deceivement to even think along this line. The Eternal Hall of Fame, it's already, are you ready for this? I'm I'm sorry, Cowboys fans, Redskins fans, Major League Soccer nuts, it's already passing off the scene. One day, it will be completely gone. Wow. All very short-lived, all passing away, and it will be completely wiped away forever. The form of this world, Paul said, under inspiration by the Spirit of God, the form of this world is passing away. Why are you so hung up on it? Why do you grab it like this is the very pillars of life? This holds up the universe. No, it doesn't. God does. All this other stuff is going to be removed. Don't ever let that escape your present-day way of operating and thinking. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. These so-called athletes, professional athletes, 
Hollywood actors that the world idolizes and falls down and worships and acts like every word they speak is above the holy word of God. All of those people will be gone. I I hate to tell you this, that many of them are going to go to hell, that unless they repent of their sins and they turn to Jesus Christ, who is the only means of salvation, they will die. If they don't do that, they'll die in their sins. They'll go to hell. Woo! Pop stars who seem to have the world bow at their feet while they promote immorality, godlessness, and lawlessness. They'll they'll all be off the scene. So let me ask you a question. Let's say you've got some of these guys or gals. Maybe they're even Christians, carnal Christians, baby Christians. They've gotten saved, but they, they don't have any kind of mature walk with God. Long as they're on this planet, they probably never will. I think some of them in times past still made it to heaven by the mercy of God. Let's take Elvis, Elvis Presley, for example. I think he was a very carnal man. I think, though, that he was probably saved. I think by God's grace, he made it to heaven because he put his faith and trust in Jesus. But do you actually think Elvis is walking around in heaven and people are saying, hey, look, there's the king. Do you think there is even a mentality like that? Do you think Jesus governs like that in heaven, where Jesus, the king of kings, is walking around, and Jesus goes up to Elvis and says, hey, can I get your autograph? Do you think Jesus is going to be waiting in line to get Justin Bieber's autograph? Can't you see that all of this silliness and foolishness is passing off the scene and will one day be permanently washed away and cleansed forever? And you know what it needs to be? It needs to be. Woo! I just think there's a lot of Christians even. They think that what they see, yep, that's the way it is. Yep, so-and-so said that, that's the way it is. So-and-so's not even saved. Woo! Or so-and-so's been bribed and bought out and is now prostituting themselves to the world system for fame, for temporary fortune, and whatever it might be. It's all going to be removed, my friends. For the form of this world, it's talking about the godless form that will not acknowledge Christ as the cure, the remedy for humanity's sinful state. Mm, All of this stuff is already passing off the scene and will one day be completely removed off the scene. All forms of corruption in self-serving politicians, godless news organizations that delight in sin, all of them are going to be eventually gone. I know that maybe some of you think that NBC, ABC, CBS, they're, they're going to be here forever. Well, where were they 100 years from now? They, they weren't even in existence. No, this, this stuff is all temporary, all temporary. It could look today like it's unshakable and immovable, but it will all be moved. It's going to be swept off and cleaned up, and it's going to be completely removed. Mm-mm. The scene is changing. What you see will not last or be sustained too much longer. The form of this world is passing away just like a play act. It's moved that the sets, the scenes, they change. They change every generation. They change every century. They change through every millennia. And eventually, when the Lord comes back to rule and reign from Jerusalem, there'll be a major epic change. And after his 1,000 year reign, when everything is wrapped up, you're, you're going to see something absolutely incredible, dr- incredibly dramatic. 
I think I should mention that. Second Peter chapter three, verses 10 through 13. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in, in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth, now watch this, both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up, will be burned up. Therefore, in other words, because of this, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Pastor Stephen, I'll tell you one thing. If you're a musician, a rock musician, and you get into that rock and roll hall of fame, you've been immortalized. You'll be known forever. It's all going to be burned up. Every single bit of it. It's all going up in smoke. Mm -mm. And because of this, because of this, what manner of person ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God? Praise the Lord. Now, I want to go a little bit further with the word burned up. I think that some people have a cataclysmic image of the planet Earth really just being completely done away with. But in Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 4, it says the earth abides forever. So God created the planet. It's not going anywhere. It's always going to be here. But when it says the works that are in it will be burned up, you have to understand what's going to take place with the earth and even the entire universe itself. The word burned up in the Greek could be better translated as laid bare uncovered by God's fiery judgment. It can be translated as exposed or even found. Humanity's problem is not global warming. It's sin. You got all these, all these crazy people going around talking about global warming and billions are dying in their sins and going to hell. See, that's, that's the real problem of humanity. It's sin. It's not this. It's not that. It's sin. Praise the Lord. So what you're seeing here is not a destruction of God's creation. The earth is not going to be destroyed. It is the destruction and the removal of sin and its vast ability to have polluted everything. I mean, look, we've got junk at the bottom of the ocean. We've got toxic waste buried miles below the earth. We've got junk in the ocean, junk on the earth. We've got junk up in the atmosphere. Uh, even, even out in space, there's over 20,000 pieces of junk, satellites that have crashed into each other, millions of little parts. All We've got junk all over the place. We've got nuclear waste. We, we have all types of byproducts of sin. Sin creates pollution. And it's, it all begins with sin. But all of humanity, all of nature has been tainted by sin. Even the universe is tainted by sin. As these radio waves go throughout the earth and even off in the space of heathenistic, godless music, it's all going to get cleansed. It's all going to get burned up. Every form of sin and all of its stain is going to be cleansed by fire. 
praise the, praise the Lord. Now, again, this is a Greek word image when it's talking about the works that are in it will be burned up. This is Greek imagery of what is known as smelting metals. Smelting is a form of melting the metal so that the metal is purified and all the dross comes to the top and all the dross is removed. The Greek image for metal being made pure can also be called metal that is found. That's why the place where metals are smelted at is called a what? A foundry. Isn't that interesting? So we have Second Peter chapter 3, verse 14. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found. That's part of the smelting process. Be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. Wow. Glory to God. To be found in him, not destroyed. It's talking about being found, to be to be uncovered in him, to be found in him. See, the judgment, the judgment is for the sinners. It's against the sin. Judgment comes to destroy the godless, but the righteous shall be found. The meek are going to inherit the earth. Did you know that? The sinners are going to be completely removed eventually off this planet. And the meek, those in Christ, are going to inherit the entire planet. The new cosmos, the new earth, the new heavens will not be characterized anymore by sin, but by righteousness. So, my friends, remember, this world and the form of it is passing away. It's passing away. Those who seem to have these big mouths who say these things that are so anti-biblical, that are so against God, these people will pass off the scene. Their moment will come. They'll be gone. But the, the righteous who are in Christ will inherit the earth. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. All of this secularism, all of this immorality, all of this anti-God stuff one day will be completely gone. These liberal God-hating news agencies that seem to be these vast unmovable empires that would even rail against heaven and against God himself, one day they'll be all gone. They'll be all gone. There won't be a one of them on the entire planet. There won't be one anywhere in the entire universe. Satan himself will eventually be thrown into the lake of fire, the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. He'll be absolutely, completely gone. Glory to God. My friends, keep that in mind as you're living in this present time. Don't let these things trouble you. Keep your heart fixed on the Lord. We are passing through. We're going we're gonna to be salt and light while we are here. We're going to use this world, but we're not going to abuse it. We're just passing through. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for your people that they not be deceived by the current stage play of the world system, which is already beginning to pass off the scene. Father, we thank you that the truth will always outlive the lie. 
We give you praise. We thank you, Father God. We choose to govern our lives by your word, not by present moral standards of the world, which is a standardless system of anything goes. We just thank you, Father God, that we choose to live and walk in the light of your word and that your kingdom is eternal. Hallelujah. Father, we, Father, we just give you praise. Let the weight and the understanding, the light of eternity enter into our hearts now. We thank you, Father. Bringing, let it bring peace. Let it bring peace. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's take communion today. Glory to the Lord. Well, Pastor Stephen, how come, how come that God doesn't just wrap it all up and we just get the whole thing over with? One reason, one reason. God's very, very patient. He loves people. He doesn't want sinners to die and spend eternity in the lake of fire. He's very, very patient. He's patient with people that hate him, that curse him. He's very, very patient. And so he's trying to give people just as much time as possible to repent and turn to him. Oh, praise God. But aren't you glad that you are in him and that you can be found in him? That when judgment comes, judgment doesn't touch you. Judgment is for the ungodly. Praise the Lord. Father, we bless the bread and the juice. We thank you. This, this is consecrated. This is now the flesh and blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Fathers, we receive the body of Christ. We receive the standard of your word. We choose to live by it. Not passing generational ideas where marriage gets redefined. Every generation where this gets redefined, sexuality gets redefined, and this gets redefined. Father, we reject everything that doesn't line up with the standard of your word. Because everything else is a lie and will pass off the scene. But we thank you, Father, that your word abides forever, forever and ever. Father, we thank you. Father, I think about the, the sinner, Voltaire, the atheist, oh God, who cursed you and spoke so much against you and said that the Bible will eventually very soon just pass off the scene and will never be known by anybody. It will completely be wiped out of history. But Father, we thank you that the Word of God is spread millions and millions and millions of Bibles selling every year. Still the number one best-selling book of all time, even today, and even more so. Father, we thank you. Let every man be a liar. Oh God, but let your Word be true. We rejoice in you. We thank you that your kingdom is unshakable. We thank you, Father God. We receive now the body of Christ. We thank you for its life-giving power. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's receive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It talks about in the book of Genesis, chapter 6, how there were giants in the earth. They're still in the earth today. You know who they are? They are the multi-billionaires who speak their own gospel. 
that you don't need to be saved. There is no such thing as sin. You're okay just as you are. We all love each other, and that's all that you need. That's an antichrist message. Those are the giants in the earth today. Still blaspheming, speaking against God. There's an antichrist spirit. The giants in the earth today are the professional athletes who make millions and millions of dollars who stand up with their own ideas of what they think marriage is, of why they live with their girlfriend and they're not married. And and by the way, they'll go to church also holding to these crazy ideas. And these pastors who are desperate for money and temporary fame will welcome the professional athlete into their church. And that pastor better make sure he never preaches against fornication or else he'll he'll never get another dime from that professional athlete. Reminds me of one preacher that I that I that I knew. He told me that he went to one of these professional baseball organizations. I won't tell you which major league team it was, but he went he went in there as a minister to just give them a little talk and share about the Lord. And a man came up to him, one of the best baseball players in the major league, came up to him with a wad of cash, shoved it in his hand, and said, Look, just take the money, leave me and us guys alone to live the way we want to live. I'm glad that that man of God gave the money back, shoved it back to his hand. He said, I can't be bought. I can't be bought. You know, so you have to understand these are the so-called gods in the earth today. There's Satan, the little God, little G-O-D. But as it says, there are giants in the earth. These are the giants that boast and proclaim that think they're so great. You know, these news anchors, these godless news anchors on these cable networks that think that just the world should bow down to them and live according to their standard of how they think it is. All of these people will be swept away. All of their ideologies, all of their baloney will be swept away. It's all going to be burned up. It's all going to be burned up. It's all, it's all temporary. Praise the Lord. I believe the light is coming on for the church. The light is coming on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. By the way, if your role model is a professional athlete, you're probably setting your standard really low. If your role model is somebody who's 25 years old, who's never really had any life experience in anything, but yet can run a 40 and 4.2, and because of that, because they they won the genetic lottery, so to speak, that's your role model. That's a really low standard for a role model. Praise the Lord. For somebody that can catch a piece of leather flying through the air, that's a pretty low standard, especially for for a spiritual role model. You need to have people that are solid in God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pop stars don't make good role models. They're, they're getting drunk behind the scenes. They're popping pills behind the scenes. They're cursing and blaspheming God's name. They don't make good role models for young girls or young boys. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a stage play. It's all passing off the scene. That's exactly what Paul meant. The form of this world, the godless form of this world, is passing away. Only that which is in Christ that which is is built and established and ordained of Christ will last. Everything else is going up in smoke. Praise the Lord. Glory to the Lord. Mm -mm. A new heavens and a new earth characterized by righteousness. 
Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We receive it now and all of its cleansing properties. Let's receive. Hallelujah. You're only here for a short time. Make it count. Don't be deceived and caught up in all of the godless activity of this world. Keep your mind on the Lord. Keep your mind on the Lord. Keep moving ahead. It'll all be over before you know it. Oh, even if you've got 70 or 80 years to go, even if the Lord should tarry, life moves very, very quickly. Everything is being accelerated. Father, we praise you. We thank you. Let the understanding of this come into our our heart and into our mind. In Jesus' name. And we all say amen. Thanks for watching. I'll see you back next time. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.